I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Lights. Wonderful to connect with all of you, those of you that have been Walking these steps of awakening for a while. Welcome back. Thanks for co-creating this with me and uh, all of the awakenings community. If you're new to the program, hello and welcome. We all welcome you here. It's really, really great to connect with you. Uh, Those of you that are in the chat, hello, the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room. It's great to connect with you. They're my co-hosts, co-pilots. And also, I like to say sound engineers to really help ground the energy. Um, This really is a community-based program. It's been going on for a long time, Uh, one of the top internationally, and that's because of all of you. We get great, great guests on from very, very well-known to little-known but very powerful. Um, And I'm kind of like that. Um, Back in the day when I saw a lot of bands, especially as a teenager in my 20s, into my early 20s, hundreds and hundreds of bands. I always saw and loved seeing the smaller bands, the bands in the smaller venues, small band, and then they blew up into stadiums and arenas. Um, but, yeah, I like, uh, I like that, that part of the process. So um, in saying that, for guest suggestions, topic suggestions, always um, email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Um, Sadie, the producer, really great as far as guests and um, getting people on. So it's your program, our program. So if you have a guest suggestion or topic suggestion, very open. So speaking of that, we have great guests tonight, um, today, wherever you're at, wherever you're at in the globe. We have with us today depth psychologist Athena Laz, and we're going to be diving in a bit to her uh, about her book, The Alchemy of Your Dreams, as well as her upcoming book, The Deliberate Dreamer's Journal. Lots happening energetically, everyone. I have been extra chatty on Patreon. I'm going to dial it down for you all, some of it here. Um, if you want to call in, if you have a question, a comment, you want a reading, you want to just say hello, how are you, you want an etheric hug. That number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122, and that will get you on air. And if you want to ask questions in the chat, you can do that too. Um, you might have to – sometimes I, I get, you know, especially when I'm channeling or downloading information, I kind of stare off, so I'm not always – I actually look away from the screen. I look out my uh, window that has – all my plants and trees and bougainvillea and palm trees. So that kind of happens. Um, again, number 
347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. So, woo, lots of people having trouble sleeping, including moi. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – I don't know if I say trouble sleeping, but I'm waking up refl- – uh, my sleep pattern is greatly changed. Let's just put it that way. Um, and I'm hearing that from a lot of people. Now, everyone, I'm giving – here's a little bit of 411 before we jump in, a little how can you connect with me, you've got questions. Quick questions, MentorCam. You can connect with me on the app, MentorCam. There's a link in the um, episode description. Um, in fact, I'll be answering some questions on MentorCam before I start doing private uh, sessions today after the show. Uh, meeting new people there and then people I haven't talked to or seen in a while, some people that call in on awakenings, and I love it. Some of you text your messages. That's fine. You text your questions. Um, that's fine. And some people are doing video. I will do a video response back. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, um, guidance in that direction, that's mentor cam. Also, obviously, Soul Playground, you all know that. You can connect with me there for private sessions and programs, uh, which I am limiting the amount of people that I'm working with right now in programs because things are changing up to how I'm working. I'm going to be doing more um, online in-person programs like Soul Centered Living, um, which I'm absolutely loving that. I cannot even tell you. Between that and Patreon, all of the online, I don't know. I, I'm just loving that medium. It really satisfies me a lot um, between MentorCam and the offerings um, that I'm doing in my uh, Soul Path programs portal, I guess you would call it, and then, of course, Patreon. Um, those of you that are part of Patreon community, the Soul Path community there, you've noticed I've been extra chatty um, because a lot's going on and a lot will be happening in February. And those of you that have walked these steps with me for a while, you know that I'm all about the prep, 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 preparation, preparation is key. And in fact, I was talking with a dear friend this morning who has a background in finance and stockbroker and trading and all that. And I always compare notes as to what I'm seeing in the visions that I receive and the channeled information from the guides. Um, this is one of the people that I told, what was it, four years ago when I received the visions, um, what was that, 2017 to 2018, about uh, the pandemic, everything that's going on now, um, and other stuff. And so it's interesting, every, you know, any there, it, it's the discernment of what is, is, is destiny and what is coming through. But I like to check it in different ways. It's even, you know, backed up astrologically. So I look through the, the astrology and the numerology as well. That's just kind of, you know, kind of fun for me to see what is, you know, what is coming up. And I was reminded from her that when I started these smaller channeling groups, um, I think it was around 2007, uh, in a dear friend and client's home, Lori Bregman, shout out. Um, and I was doing the trance channeling. Normal, a lot of times I channel, I'm a conscious channel, but I literally went through a trance where my body got fixated in a position and, and the collective came through me. And I, I, told, I asked her, because I said, you know, because I, I mentioned a lot of people had said, well, Michelle, you should come out in public. You should do blogs on this or you should do a YouTube channel on this and every time I asked my guides every time I prayed every time I had sessions with my guides they said work on the emotional clearing 
uh, and help people connect to their intuition, help people understand their higher self and their soul, work on their intuition, help people with their intuition, help people trust their intuition, help people. It was the same thing over and over, work in small groups. Now I see why, looking back, and some of you have heard me say this, because what is here now and what is coming up in the, in the near future, you're not going to be able to decide by logic or what other people are doing. You have, you're going to have to be able to trust your intuition, kind of like going through a jungle or going on a hike and, and you can't remember which path is it and something tells you go to the left, go to the right, or you remember a certain tree you know, or a certain plant that was flowering, and so you know that that's the way to go. So right now everybody really needs to be looking at signs, symbols, to, to look at the, the, the landmarks, so to speak. Read the signs. It's really, really important, as well as discernment. I want to jump into that a little bit before we get to callers. Again, 347-539-5122. Um, Oh, Lynn, my heart is breaking for what's going on in L.A. City. Council voted proof of vaccination for all indoor shops, restaurants, and venues. The antithesis. Um, yeah, well, I didn't know that, but um, but that's kind of what it was shown. I mean, in my visions, I was seeing people having to show papers, and whether digital or papers or laminated, and this is why you're going to see an underground economy that is – now, remember, this is just the begin. This is the beginning. This is the part the, – kind of the beginning to the middle phase. You are, there are other people, and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago and gave a shout-out to, you know, one of our listeners, and she's part of the Patreon community and has done other workshops, and she's working with the legal system. Um, what do you call it? Uh, you know, lawyers, human rights lawyers um, on this very thing. So there are, this is where, and again, it's going to get real, everyone. I mean, pinchy real, because the new paradigm comes from us. And then in the United States next year, we have the Pluto return, Pluto in Capricorn, which is corporation structures, government. The last time we had it was, but 1700s, whatever, 1777, 1742, 1777, um, when the United States was succeeding from England, you know, for, what was it, taxation with uh, representation, getting out of a debtor society, and freedom of religion. And all of that is happening because think about it. The pattern that we have now, this is why when people talk about race and, oh, you know, we, slavery, well, slavery did not happen 200 years ago. You've got to go back to early civilization of the Greek, Roman times, and even in Egypt. Every, every, um, every nation, every country has had slaves of some sort. That has been, that has been part of the DNA of our culture on the earth plane the serf, being in servitude, and actually people were sold into slavery or, you know, way to make up a debt into slavery, born into it. What is happening? Okay, come on, everybody, let's just get this. What is happening in our world and in our society is we are changing the pattern, not from hundreds of years ago or 50 years ago, 
thousands of years ago. This pattern that of a, of a monarchy, of a feudal, of taxation, overtaxation, which is a form of slavery, debt, which is a form of slavery, it doesn't matter if you're able to drive in a Rolls Royce, you're still a slave to the system. You're, you're still not connected to your soul. You're, you're still running in that little, I hate to say hamster wheel, I love little hamsters, but they get, at least they can get off the wheel. This is about getting off the wheel, getting, think about it, a matrix or a design, the, 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 the mortal coil, right, that, the, the fractal that we are and that we're co-creating, the resonance within this fractal, within this tree or wheel of life, the cellular memory is changing. The, what we call, the work that I do, the cellular and energetic matrix. We're not just changing on a cellular level, which we know that now. Lots of doctors on HeartMath that talk about this, Dr. Bruce Lipton. There's also, you know, psychoimmunology. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, research on this, even mainstream medical doctors, doctors out of Yale, Harvard, um, the Big Ten, so to speak, saying that, you know, it, it's important in some ways to be very healthy, to have optimal health and wellness, to not know all your medical history and not worry about it because people call in a lot of their diseases. Oh, my mom had this or my dad had this. My mom died at this time. And it gets played out by expectation. Now, again, it's not one or the other. It's good to know some of your history. It's good to address certain things. But you have to know that intuitively and you have to work with yourself and your healthcare practitioner with that. I'm just stating the research. So these ingrained patterns that we have based are like the archetypal imagery. This is why and I'm going to bring back my tarot class and be working also with the archetypal uh, imagery and also using dreams as, from, as messages from your soul. Um, that will be at the close of the year. Um, by the way, on that note, while I'm on a roll with that, I forgot to mention, if you're interested, I'm doing – some repatterning, working from the hologram, connecting into the hologram or the holographic image, which we call the hologram. Um, I'm doing a workshop on this with also working with sound. A uh, healer is going to come in and work with me. So if you're interested in that, it'll be via Zoom. It'll be on my platform. You can connect to soulplayground.life, go to courses and classes, click on the link, and there's a description of what we're going to be doing. It's no joke, everyone. I'm diving in because what is coming up, I really don't feel a lot of people are really aware of. I, I feel like there's still this hankering to go back to what was or hoping that we don't have to do something. These changes that are coming up, just like they did, and, and people can say, oh, oh, the United States, Pluto returned, but we are in international System. So whatever affects the United States, there's aspects to other countries. Other countries are going to be affected. And if you recall, those, whether you want to call civil war, there's tones of that, whether you want to call, you know, the, the succeeding of the, the Americas from England, that was, some of that was organized, but some of that was, you know, farmers with muskets or pitchforks or rocks or what, it was the individual. So we have a lot uh, that we need to do, that we can do, that we have to do as individuals. And those people that are working within systems 
I feel for you. It's gonna if you're working within a system, some of you are working within systems, you're gonna be pinched, you're gonna be adversely you know, affected. Even if you got the jab, even if you got the shot, there's other stuff that's coming up and that's what's eventually gonna happen is the people that did get the shot that think they're doing all the right things and got their piece of paper, there's gonna be other restrictions other things that then you're now going to be protesting, similar to what happened. And that was one of my predictions. I said, you just watch it. This COVID will open the door because people are being controlled to women's rights, the right to choose being overturned. That was one of my predictions. And then I said, it's going to be other people's rights. So nobody is going to be, you know, you know, immune from this let's just put it that way this power virus that's going around this overpower this this zealous bullying power over and underpowering people but the change is going to come from the individuals individually and collectively banning together so we're in the extreme portion now remember if we're looking at the astrology of this a lot of this is happening with retrograded planets which anytime something like this of this magnitude happens, it's a revisiting of what we had last March and April. It's a revisiting of what happened in 2008 in the financial sector um, and also late 80s. So there's a lot of revisiting of cycles overlapping, um, two to three-year cycles, seven to 11-year cycles, 20-year cycles, 50 to 100, 200-year cycles. You know, when we look at the Pluto return, Pluto and Capricorn. Look up Pluto and Capricorn. So it's got to be us, what we're doing. This is why I do so many of these groups, and I make things, you know, free. This, this, I keep, people say, why do you keep doing this, Michelle? I love connecting at Awakenings. And it gives us a chance to all connect in. I leave it open. People can ask questions. So there's a lot of different ways to get support, whether it's from me or other people. There's a lot of different ways. Um, really awakenings just be you all being there and, and doing your own inner work. Okay? You want to do more work. You want to find out more of what's going on, where we're, where we're going. Uh, and some of this stuff that I have, you know, channeled, I checked my, one of my teachers, metaphysical teachers, was married to an ex-FBI director, California. And some of the stuff I channeled, he said, that's already in the works, Michelle, this and this and this is happening. So whether we look at the numerology, the astrology, FBI, <laughs> metaphysicians, the guides, spirit, God, the all that is, there's, a, there's it's converging. That's what I've been talking about. I predict those of you that have been listening to this program, this is why this started Awakenings. And I said in 2005, 2006, 2006, I said the converging flow happened in 2005. You're going to start seeing everything happen all at once. Because people are waiting for one big cataclysmic thing. And I said, no, it's going to be breaking down the structures, banking, money, tsunamis and then that next year we had that tsunami you know earthquake it's going to fires it's going to be all of it it's going to be the it's going to be the earth because Uranus and Taurus it's going to be money it's going to be what we value it's everything at different times and sometimes all at once and so the, the message really right now is don't wait for that next big thing what is the big thing you got to find what your thing is and your people that's a lot of what's happening with this Libra energy right now. That's why I did that new moon ritual and meditation. 
we have to not only come together, do the deeper work, the healing work, and, and, and step out more and more, but it's the coming together and using what we have, whether it's ritual, a certain book, a certain program, a certain video, a certain CD. What is it that we have? Crystals. Crystals are really wanting to talk. I'm going to be doing a lot more with crystals. The rock people, rock medicine, trees, nature has a lot to say right now. We need to be looking at discernment. You're, you may find your circle getting smaller just because you need to be around people that you can really trust and reach out to in whatever way, whether it's text, phone, email, in person, groups. I say utilize the groups that you're in to get to know people, not everybody full disclosure dumping on each other, but See, you know, who's going through something, where is that resonance? Just being present because a lot of what's coming up in the very near future is we're going to be mixed with groups that we, some people that we normally wouldn't be around or hang around, but they're going to be there. And we're going to have to be able to discern how far, how, how much connection to have with them, how much intimacy. We might be put together with someone for emergency purposes. But they could have so differing lifestyle and values to us, but in one area, we really connect. Or I need them and they need me, you know, or they need, they're helping our community, or there's overlapping. You know, this is one of the things I saw with the underground, you know, railroad and this underground economy that's, you know, starting. It's going to come from the individuals and not the next president, not the next prime minister not the, anything you've got to think about let's already let's have a thing we attract for the most part not everything because not everything's projection in this world it's also perception but to a higher degree and, and we have the collective we still are connected to everything and everyone so if we have a collective aspect to what we no matter how evolved we are i mean look at the dalai lama he very enlightened being and he had a hit on him from China. He had to flee his country, okay? So you can't point and say, oh, that's because he's not involved or he did this and he did that wrong and he called. No, that's part of what you maybe call your dharma, right? But for the most part, we are not going to attract a president, facilitator, prime minister, whatever, king, queen of a higher level consciousness until more people are of this higher level consciousness, it just doesn't. It doesn't. It, it will not happen. It, it doesn't. It just vibrationally does not happen. Physically, metaphysically, from the physics standpoint, from a metaphysics standpoint, from a it does not happen. Because you know they would say water seeks its own level. Yeah. So if you're in the middle of toxicity and you're very aware, and that happens to many of us, many light workers, star seeds. Many people that are working on yourself, you find yourself in a certain environment or relationship, you can only rise up so long for so far. Then it's because everything in the universe, everything in the physical body, mental, emotional body, everything in nature wants to go into homeostasis. So your extended or expanded awareness and consciousness has to come down a few notches and that other person's comes up a little bit and it finds this medium range. People that are statisticians know this. 
So we're not going to get what we're hoping for, wishing for, until we have more of it in the individual consciousness and into the mainstream. It's getting more and more there, and definitely starting next year with the with the protests, the riots, the the peaceful, non-peaceful, the sit-downs, the stand-ups, the not going into work, not doing this. Uh, you know, I'm telling you, the, the other systems are in place, and I'm talking about social media, other forms of media. Um, I told someone the other day, think of Schindler's List, you know, that he, he had his factory and was hiding the, the Jewish people, but he kept working. He On the outside, he kept doing, but behind the scenes, he was helping heal, save people, and heal that that wrong. So that is going to be a call from all of us. We're not even going to know how that call is, is going to be, how it's going to look. Uh, oh, Sue, I sure wish we were more in the ending fake. No, we're not. Yeah, frontline doctors and lawyers. Um, constitutional lawyer, we had somebody, yeah, there are people that are taking a stand, um, need to break down the corpse. That's coming, that's starting. But see, all of this is slow moving. Pluto is a slow move. It, it's like a rotor rooter. It can be intense, but it, it grinds. So, yes, that there will be the breaking down of, of the federal government, the main government. Uh, things will be much more localized. And that's great, but also for some people may not be great depending where they where they live as to what they experience. Look what you know somebody put in the chat about California. So, and it's going to be it's going to be some of it will be state to state, but some of it's going to be city to city. You know, you you see Texas initiating the anti-abortion law, and then some parts are very open about not vaccinating, no mask. No, you know, that's why you're going to have to trust your intuition, and it's going to be very individual. No one's going to be able to tell you you're, you should live here, or go here, or do this job, or do it this way or that way. You're going to have to check in with yourself, your own values, um, your own what intensity level can you handle. And we have to think about this isn't just about us. This is about not even the 20-something-year-old. This is about I would say we're looking to not even te- the eight to about 13-year-olds. We're making decisions that are going to be impacting those, those children, okay, that society. So we have to say, okay, what kind, with all of these QR codes and, and, and swiping, where is this going eventually? And there's a lot of information about that, very mainstream information about data, about the vision, about where things are going. I mean, I just talked to someone the other day, and I was sharing my channeling, some of the visions I got in channeling about some kinds of glasses, and I thought social media, the way we use it changing, it, you know, Facebook, even YouTube at some point, but Facebook, um, it's not that they won't be around or Instagram, but they're not going to be used as much. I saw new technology coming in, and I kept seeing something with these glasses where people kept putting them on, you know, and then like these little, um, it wasn't a watch. And so my friend who's a techie was saying about they're already doing that, these goggles and that there's going to be this new, uh, social media where, and there's glasses. They're already selling them and or testing them out. 
you can call, take pictures, you know, all, all the internet. Again, in the next interface will be in it in the skin um, graphs. But this virtual social media where you have these glasses on and you're walking around doing whatever and people can see what you're, where you are, 360 degrees, what you're doing, where you're at, you're invited, and they can see you and you can see them. So, and that will be the next thing, this live, and that's where we're going. People want live, what's happening now. Um, so I thought, oh, my God, it's already happening, and I, you know, I didn't know that. So discernment is key. Um, yeah, Sue, you're right. I've been telling people for years we were in bondage for so long they didn't even realize it. We are born into this. Yes. Thousands, thousands of years cycle. If you look, if you look, watch old movies, read books, we have the same relating pattern as back in the Greek, ancient Greece, Roman times, even the, the sports, the arena. What was an arena? Fighting in the, you know, fighting in the, you know, and I'm not begrudging anybody or besmirching anybody. That's your career, but it, I'm just saying. It goes back. It goes back. Pitting people against each other for money. Owning. I know sports people make a lot of money, but they're owned. It's ownership. There's an owner of the team. Owner. So that all this stuff is going to be much of it. Of, up by 2050 will be dismantled. We are in the dismantling phase, and some parts are being built up. But just like I was saying earlier, I want to just touch on this, and we're going to get the callers, 347-539-5122, plus one on the keypad. Anything having to do with relating or relationship, and you're going to feel it. If there's less, if there's some kind of ick a little bit in your body, that's meaning something is, is of less and less resonance and is probably leaving or moving on. One of the things that's a real, really, really, um, beyond money, I was talking to my assistant this morning about this, and I said, you know, it's not about the money, it's about the appreciation. Is there true honoring or appreciation in what you're giving or offering, even beyond the finance? That's the old paradigm where, oh, I don't care who I work with or what I do, I just want to make a certain amount of money, you know, and all, and that's company. And there's going to be a lot of companies that are still based on that, but it's starting to change. People aren't wanting to go back to work because of how much they're, you know, making and realizing they can get assistance. But it's also a trap. Everything has its upside and its downside because that is what's going to bring in that universal income, which, yes, on some level, that's going to be helping people out. But there is a collective in the mainstream. Remember, a lot of these laws are coming – it's weeding out the fringy people that are going to have to have the creative ideas, the creative problem solving, and establishing these new communities and busting systems and new ways of being. But there is going to be a large group of people that just get those, that check, swipe, get the vaccine, swipe, 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 and spend it on shopping, alcohol, a lot of pot, those, those med stores, there's more and more going up. And I'm not saying don't drink. I'm not saying I'm not saying do anything or don't do anything. There was already a study. What did people do last year during the outbreak? 
they researched all this. It was on regular news. You know, they were monitoring people on their phone, and then constitutional lawyers came out and said, oh, you're really not supposed to be doing that. They're not supposed to be doing that. And newscasters were saying, oh, there's some people over there without masks, some kids, but the police went over and peacefully broke it up. Then they came out, there was a statistic, what were people doing? Getting that income, you notice there were toilet paper shortages, but not alcohol shortages. Buying a lot of alcohol, drinking, obviously the opium crisis got worse. So whatever you want to call it, um, and shopping. Yes, online shopping. Now, these are not bad things, but it shows that that's the debtor society. That's what we're trying to get out of. That is, that's not inspiring people. But there are going, there's always going to be a group within the main that they're not connected to their soul. They're, they're, you know, they're just, again, you know, it's not to put them down. It's just a statistical fact. So that's what a lot of this plays to, that, 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 that those, that steering committee, this cobble, if they didn't have it before from credit cards, that people were starting to people were starting to shop less, actually spend less time online. There actually was a movement with teenagers to to you know early twenties of doing more stuff offline and in person, and not having their phones at the at the you know, bar or table and meeting in person and, you know, dance, you know, silent disco and dancing and hanging out and barbecues, people stopped spending as much on not, you know, tech items, not waiting in long lines for this phone and that phone. People were, I'm not saying anything. I mean, yeah, some of this is channeled info, but it's backed by, you know, interviews and the news. People are keeping their phones longer, they said. People are keeping their computers longer and getting them redone. How you, there's a statistics that's there. It's in black and white. How long people kept their iPhone, still some iPhone 8, iPhone 10, and all that, people weren't jumping in. So the next way to, to have that cash cow, you know, is through health crises and the shopping. You know, that'll be the next, and fee, you're going to see it with all these apps, there'll be governmental fees, there'll be fee, you know, $4.99 here, $5.99, $1.99, and people will pay, oh, I have this money coming in, so it doesn't matter, just deduct it, just deduct it, so I can watch this, so I can do this, so I can be on this social media, so I can shop. Now, I'm not saying there's an end to it, that it's going to revert back, there will be some of that, but we need to look and mitigate and see what is up that allows genuine living and authentic connecting or do we do we lose that for things and that's what this this venus i mean this venus and sagittarius right now kiss, kissing the south node and sagittarius coming out of venus and scorpio our values the higher principle the higher ideas the spirituality do we move out of religiosity and conformity so we're really being asked, you know, starting now, there's, this is a big turning point, these aspects that are happening right now into relationship with ourselves, with our world, with each other, with understanding ourselves as energetic beings, what's resonating, is there too much dissonance, 
letting people go or giving the space for there to be less constriction with people or situations that frankly don't have the same values or have the values of the old paradigm. Even if they seem to be a spiritual teacher or well-read or well this or that, they could definitely not, they could be, you know, not of the higher frequency vibration, not of the, not of where we're going. It's not that there's anything wrong with them or bad. It's just, you know, if you're wanting to, eat healthier, you're, you're going to be around people that are doing that, or you start walking more, exercising more, or you're an artist, and that's your interest. You're going to be around more artists. It doesn't mean you X other people out, but you definitely, there will be a, a more space and in, in time in between that you're connecting. Um. Well, yeah, you want to keep your job, but your soul doesn't want the jab. Yeah, it feels so coercive. It feels like the next stage is camps in Canada for those. Uh, camps are already there, according to Ted Gunderson, ex-FBI. That I, he said they're already there and they've been redone. But some of this we're going to experience, some of it we can lessen. And some of it our soul is going to move us in a different direction that we're not prepared for. On some level, we're repeating cycles but in a new way. You know, there's a lot of this Lemurian and Atlantean energy coming for us to connect with, which is blending those two aspects, the emotional feeling and the idea of higher technology and and intellect. Metaphorically, that's, you know, both of those fell. We can't go, you know, one extreme or the other. So, yeah, we're going to – that's why the banning together, and eventually it will be beyond the monetary because that won't be as available. You know, it's going to be resources to resources, individual resources, and helping, you know, each other out. We're going to be building – this breakdown is going to require us to build a different type of community and for some a different type of city where it's all a cart, where you're going to be have to say, you know, this is – the choices I make and this is what I have to do. This is the lifestyle. This is this lot is going to be about choice. Choosing what is more in alignment with your soul. And some of those choices will come from such an intuitive place and understanding. Because if you're not meant to experience something, no matter what you do, your soul will pull you out of it. No matter how much you get with the, the mainstream agenda and program and try not to be, uh, quote, unquote, hurt or sidetracked. If that's not your soul's path, you will be pulled out of that no matter what, no matter what. Because this is about co-creating from a soul level. That's where we're going. This is a very intense, extreme aspect of the soul alignment. This part of the awakening, the rude awakening, it's like put your money where your mouth is. It's like, oh, what? It's, and it's going to get more, it's very what we call metaphysically exacting. The universal innate intelligence of the all that is is becoming much more exacting. Um, it's like going through something where there's, you know, little electrical pods on the ground and you're, oh, whoops, can't step there. Ouch, whoo, can't step there. Can't, whoops. Your, tra- your path, your track is going to seem to become very narrow with what you can do where you can go. 
what is available to you. But through that, there will be some amazing breakthroughs, breakdown to breakthrough, because the more resistance that there is externally to this new matrix, this new design, based on the higher frequency love, the binding principle is love through all its creations and creativity, the more resistance the higher we go, the more extended or expanded, the more brilliant, the more you polish, the more irritation, the more the shine. And that's what's happening right now. The more the resistance, the more the irritation, the more the shine. And the trajectory of where things are going universally is towards the path where I'm, what I'm speaking of. And many of you already know that. How we get there, yeah, it's, it's not, it's painful. It's, there's a lot, you know, to be said about that. But it's, it's going. That's, what, that's the direction it's going. So all along the way, the more irritation, the friction, the more shine, the more support universally. The more the thunder comes through, the thunder clouds, the more the lightning, the more nature will work with us. Because that's the trend. That's where nature's going. That's where the, all that is is going. That's where source is going. All this other stuff along the way will be moved out of the way to some degree. It's part of the process, part of the path. But it's not the destination. Queen goddess, hello. Welcome to you. Great to connect. Let's get to callers. Here we go. Here. Hi, welcome. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Christine. Great. Who is this? Christine. Christine. Hi, Christine. Can you roll up your window or whatever? I hear lots of noise. Um, What's uh, your question? Um, sorry if you can't hear me. I don't know if it's kind of best to put you on speaker. But, um, yeah, I, I do have a question. A lot of what you're saying and what you have said in my life, has just pertained to my life and so many people that I'm talking to in my life as well. Um, mm, okay. Specifically, your um, card readings. Specifically, your card readings, like the new directions. Like everything in my life has completely changed. Like in these last few months. Like I left my corporate job. Like all the stability. I did all of that. And I think the most important part of what you're saying is like I felt very guided to do all of those things. It was so scary and, like, uncertain, all those things. But at the same time, I felt very, like, this is where you're supposed to go. Like, my intuition was guiding me the entire time. So it's just really been really, really mm. awesome. Um, so I've been Thank you for sharing that because program. that's what it's going to be. Yeah. It's, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be intuition and guided. And, yet it is a bit scary, and it, it plays into the uncertainty of things. Uh, but this is where our inner knowing, our faith, our tr- that we will be taken care of. That there, there is support there. Exactly. So thank you for and it was that. like, and, it, and it's like not, and it, and it defies all logic as well. Like logically, it doesn't make sense. Like my mind, and I'm an Aquarius. I'm very mental, so like I'll think things. I, I overthink yeah. things all the time. But really, <laughs> but that, at the end of the day, I realize it's like I have to. I can't always listen to that. I have to just trust what's happening. And so um, I just wanted to thank you for that. But that goes into my next question. Um, so, um, like I said, I left my job, like my, my corporate job. I worked there for years. 
and um, I left to go back to working in production to do more creative and gig-based freelance work, which, just like you said in the beginning of the program, I had, been, I had done that before, but now I'm entering back into it in a different way. Um, and so I just wrapped a project, and I was very content. Like, I was getting the message that I need to take time off, you know, look within, so I'm not working right now, and I'm very much happy with that. Um, and I've just been, like, you know, just trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing next, but just focusing on not doing anything in the moment. And then as soon as I start doing that, all these opportunities start coming my way. <laughs> and mm, I'm not applying yeah. for anything right now. Um, and I've, I've, I've I had other opportunities right that have through. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've had other opportunities that they haven't. Just here's the thing right now. I, I really feel that um, most things right now, most people, you're not going to know what to do between now and the end of the year and for some into February, March at the late February. Um, there's just too much that is in play uh, planetarily. So I would say have ideas of where you want to go or what you want to do, long-range ideas and loose-knit plans, and then bring your energy one to two feet in front of you, maybe three feet, and focus there. So you'll engage where the universe is going, the movement, by, by having your uh, energy into what you want to do or where you want to go. Um, some of you, the messages, downloads, dreams you've been getting, and then bring your energy back into the immediate future. And I mean literally one to three feet in front of you, or your aura, six to eight feet, no more, no more than that. And and that'll and that'll help you. Okay, right now is not a time to extend out the energy. There's just too much in flux right now. Yeah. No, I'm exactly right. what I'm feeling. Yeah. Oh, um. perfect. All right, sweetie, you big hug too. Thank you for calling in with that. Thank you. Okay. Thank Hello. You. Hi. Welcome to Wake. I'm going to go kind of quickly because got a guest coming on around 12:50. Um, hello. Welcome to Awakening. You're on air. Hello. Hello. Hi. You're on air. Hello. Hi. Is this Hi? me? Yes. It Hi. Is this you. is Debbie. Hey, Debbie. <laughs> Hi. This is Hi. This is Debbie. And thank you so very much for your program. And thank you. I call in every couple months, and I always appreciate the inner work that you suggest, and I value this so much and so grateful for the things that show up in my life from focusing and staying in gratitude and reeling myself back into mm. gratitude despite outer circumstances, and then I watch outer circumstances change, and it's a moment-to-moment -moment decision, truly, and I'm so very grateful um, to have your program awakenings. I'm so grateful for your YouTube channel and I look forward to joining Patreon. Um, and I like the program that I don't remember the name of that you do that I think it's soul centered something. Um, oh, soul centered living. Yes. We bring yes, that back yes, this year. I, yes. I want to join that. And so um, you know, um, last year you told me I was on a spiritual pilgrimage <laughs> uh, when I was driving uh, 3,000 miles. 
when I was driving 3,000 miles across the country to do a promise and keep a promise and um, returned back to Washington State and have moved twice since. And uh, thank you to the caller that um, preceded me when you told her, um, you know, ideas, long-range ideas, um, pull the energy one to two feet in front of me. Uh, oh, yeah. Pull you know, it back, everybody. Focus. Good, good, good. Yep. Focus, focus there, and then you know, six to eight feet with the aura. I wrote that that down, and um, I know there's another move happening for me. I don't know when and where, and so I'm calling to um, uh, loosen my grip, and probably I need to skip some dimensions and get out of the fear because <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how and when and how and how. And I, I have to pull myself back and tell myself, I know, I know the who, I know the all that is, I know the energetic that undergirds me. And, and I just have to know that that's enough in the sense, you know, that that's, that's yeah. truly what living is. And, and um, uh, keep going. Be okay. The be- The best thing I would say is, right now for every is support 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 and obviously i've said it early tools books cds youtube there's so much so many ways um and yeah. i even have to do it i minimize what i watch and then i get yes information places that are high vibe sometimes even my own videos i'll, I'll go god i needed to hear that um but connecting like places like this, connecting in groups where you feel you can actually really be yourself, it's support. I mean, in a way, you could look at this like we've been in this talk addiction, this toxic addiction, and each of us have had a little piece and a role in it, Where whether it's been more the enabler or the addict, whatever. To some degree, we've been an addict to the old society, and, and it's not paying off. It's like, okay, I did everything, you know, and I have this job, and now – constitutional rights are out the window and I got, and this and this has to happen, you know? So it's like that drug. It's, it's, there's a payoff, you know, there was a payoff in the old system and that's what a drug is. And you keep doing more because it's going to make you feel better. And then it doesn't, and it doesn't. So support, I can't stress it enough. Support, 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 support groups because the group energy meditation, but also even if you're meditating alone, that's fine. Or even on a video or the, jump on a call, you know, with there's, you know, meditation group, um, prayer group, whatever that is, where you're connecting in to the interconnectedness of everything and everyone through the subtle energy. We get that in meditation. We get that in healing. Some of you know Reiki. Find a buddy. Hey, I'll do a session for you. Will you do a session for me? Let's do some energy work. You're going to have to extend out. We're, we're right now, we, everybody needs one big support group. Part of it is that it. The, the cycle of loss from last year, but also everybody's being real traumatized. So I feel with you, it's definitely about people and connecting. Could it be two, okay. three people? Extend, and once you have that support, that fear and that doubt is going to lessen. Okay? Wrote it, wrote it all down. Always do. Good, good, good. And, and then, Deb, call us. Keep us posted. Yes. Call back in. Thank you so much, Michelle. You're in my thoughts. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Big hug.
you know. I mean, I have to do the same. Every time, certain things I see, and then when I talk, you know, whether it's astrology, I look at the chart, or somebody on YouTube, or I talk to some people that are close to me that are in finance and other things, and they're like, oh, that, that shows what you're saying. That shows in the t- chart. That shows in the technicals. The fun that, that's, that's what's happening, or this is what's happening. I feel less fearful. I'm like, okay, it, it, converging flow, converging flow. This is systematic. And, of course, the power of your guide, your dreams, where your soul, you know, we are so guided. Okay, we're going to just scoot along. I think we've got two more callers, and we've got our, hopefully our guest is here. I'm not sure. Um, hi, welcome. You're on air. Hello? Hello? 251, you're on air. Yeah, you're on air. What's your first name? Hi. Oh, hi. LaDonna. Hi, Michelle. Hey, LaDonna. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Still still looking for love in a relationship. I've been retired about two years now. And so I'm also trying to decide to maybe get some part-time work just to help out with my expenses. Yes. I'm just calling to see what you see for me. I think that's a great idea. Then that's, again, your intuition coming through. Like I said earlier, it's not about the money right now. It's about the connecting and where do you feel appreciation? Where do you feel that reciprocity? And groups. Okay. So a part-time job is a form of group. We need groups. Okay. We need people right now. Yeah. So I would say, because I was going to say, you've got to get out of your comfort zone. So I would feel for you, anything that you're getting intuitively to reach out to, that's your soul saying, extend out okay. into the job. You want to meet somebody new, you got to extend out. Okay. All right, sweetie, keep us posted. Let us know. Okay, thank you. All, All right. right, thank you. You're so welcome. Bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, you're on air. Okay. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. Oh, you're on air. You okay, now it's unmuted. Hi. <laughs> This is Jessica. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, What's your question, Jessica? I had a question about moving. I spoke to you a couple months ago, and we both agreed. We were both getting the same thing that, like, hey, I'm going to probably move, um, go look at the place and stay maybe an extra month or so in my apartment, which that's what I'm doing now, like an extra month. <laughs> but... I still haven't gone on the trip to go visit any area yet. That hasn't come up uh, or manifested, uh, materialized just yet. And I also seem to be getting more involved with the community here. So (laughs) I don't want to stay here. Um, But I am enjoying how I'm getting involved, but it's just very surprising. So I'm curious what you're picking up. Oh, no. Oh, but see, old paradigm. Old. I'm going to bust you there. We all do this. I've had the same thing happening, and I'm moving. We don't have to leave a relationship or a situation or an area because we don't like it or it's bad. We can go because there's something better or more ideal, or we just need a, a shift or change. It doesn't have to be good or bad or there. So I feel that your your attracting energy is amplifying of what you attract and the type of people. So you're going to carry that with you. You know, you heard that saying, wherever you go, there you are. So your mindset is changing. So you're going to be moving on in abundance, not out of default or out of scarcity, but out of abundance. Yes, I love you for that. Yes. 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 Out of abundance. 
<laughs> and many people, I, yeah, many people I feel are not, I, I, okay, I'm going to just, just, just for the sake of being more equanimous and PC maybe, uh, maybe end of the year. But most people I see the big moves and transitions, the next exodus, February, March of next year. I feel people are going to have a lot more clarity, a lot more clarity in the time of Sagittarius, which is, you know, mid to end of November into December. But I see, and I feel it's going to be quick. I feel it's going to be just people, friends, acquaintances, or you've been looking, looking, and then somebody calls and says, oh, you were looking at that place. It's now available. Or there's a little place here. I don't know if you want it. Oh, I'll take it. I'll go. So I feel like, Again, right now, project your energy out. You've got the plans, you've got the ideas, and then bring it back, back into the oar, one to three feet in front of you, one to six, six, six to eight feet. That your personal space, the beginning of your aura. Bring it back to the immediacy and just know that if you're enjoying where you are, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to stay there. It just means you're enjoying where you are. Right. So I'm focused on that, and I definitely did pick up on, like, hey, this is abundance. You know, this is good. I'm bringing in new energy because I hated this town for years. Now I'm like, oh, I'm actually a part of it now. You know, like, it was like, wow, yeah. my, mind shift, my mind has really shifted. This is awesome. Um, yeah. But I was still thinking, hey, uh, within the next month or two, I wanted to move. I wanted it to work out that it just easily happened so it's a little bit, if you're saying for me that maybe the timeline stretched out or is that just a general? Uh, timeline, it's, it's general, but also for you. I feel like it, here's the thing. If you're pushing it, then there's your answer. If it opens up easily, then there's your answer. There's too much instability right now. We're changing the, the way that we look at timelines because we're moving less into linear time that won't completely disappear because we have that's earth that's saturn um but we're moving more into divine right timing or synchronistic timing it's by certain events opening up so honestly i feel like you have to just trust your intuition and again if if you're pushing for something to go through then the timing is off if you if you have the time the energy whatever the form of energy whether it's money you know vitality to travel and check out some of these places, then do it. And then you'll know. But if it's just from the head trying to figure it out and make it happen, then that, then the timing is off. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing it at all. Like I'm just, I'm not, well, there's your answer. There's no, there's no stress about it. There's actually like, Hey, let me just live it, live in the present right now rather than constantly. There's your answer. So you'll wait for synchronicity. You'll wait for the synchronicity. Yeah. Yeah. I still would like that synchronicity to be within, you know, soon. (laughs) I don't like the idea of waiting, you know, several more, like a next, next year. That's a long time. No, well, you know, when you do the synchronicity thing, it always ends up being longer. Well, I shouldn't say no, that. No, it's not necessarily. Where I moved, when I moved to England, I went and visited, and two months later I was there. When I moved where I am now, I was up doing workshops, and I'd had dreams and visions of moving up here and exact people I was going to see, and I was on this boat, all this sailing, all this stuff. Within two months after my visions, I was up here. 
Synchronicity has nothing to do with linear time. That's our ego trying to figure it out and saying, oh, it's too long or it's too little. Just all I can share with you is just pull your energy back to where where you are. You know, you're in your own destiny. If you want, if you want to push things, if you think it's too long, you can push it. But you're already answering your own question. You're you're not feeling like you want to push it, and you're enjoying where you are. There's your answer from your soul. There's the higher self perspective. You answered your you answered your own question. Your ego may not like it, but you answered your own question from a higher perspective. So well done. All right, I know, sweetie, it always happens, we have a, but I don't like the answers ever, really. But your ego <laughs> so, doesn't, yeah. but there is a part of you that does because you said you're, you're enjoying where you are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the focus ego. on that, sweetie. Hang okay. on. Right. We've got, we got a great guest coming on and um, another tool working with our dreams. Um, Always our guests are so amazing and synchronistic. Always fit in. All right, you take good care. Hang on the line. All right, everyone, if you didn't get a question answered, I'm here next week. Um, We do this between, I don't know, 12.45, 12.50, sometimes a little over. Um, We have with us today, very, very, very excited, uh, depth psychologist Athena Laz, author of The Alchemy of Your Dreams and an upcoming book, the Deliberate Dreamers Journal. Welcome to the program, Athena. Great to have you here. Thanks for having me, Michelle. I'm happy to be here with you. Oh, so happy to have you here. I want to get a little bit of your background of how you started um, focusing on dreams, if it was a personal passion, and if you do use dreams, um, if your dreams are very active and you use dreams yourself for your path. Yes, definitely. I use dreams all the time and I kind of landed up in dream work because when I was um, much younger, my dreams were always so powerful and I was really, I am intuitive. So it's just such a great way to connect and a really safe way to do so. Um and so when I became, you know, when I decided, like, what do I actually want to do with my life? What am I going to do? I knew that I wanted to do work um, in a healing field and I wanted to write. And so I went and pursued psychology as a career. Um, but at the same time, was obviously doing my spiritual work and dreams just felt like such a great fit where your psyche is very much part of your dream world, your dream life, very much how our minds are part of our waking day lives. But we're connected to spirit and source and our soul every single night when we sleep. And so it was a perfect balance for me, and that's really why I decided to get into this. Now let me ask you, in your um, opinion, and working with so many people and kind of having a pulse on this, do you find more people opening up to their dreams and being being guided by their dreams than, let's say, in the past, let's say, five or ten years ago? Do you, do you feel there's an uptick, or is it about the same? I definitely think there is, and I think it wasn't a coincidence, talking about synchronicity um, earlier, that mm. COVID forced people into uh, back into their dreams 
people's dreams became so vivid. And I think that's because we're supposed to wake up collectively and our dreams offer us insight into what's coming up for us. And so even someone who isn't intuitive in their waking life or who struggles to um, maybe connect with a deeper part of themselves or the world, their dreams are offering them guidance nightly. And you don't have to do anything. You just literally have to sleep and pay attention in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think people are starting to wake up. And I think it's the times we're living in. Um, Many ancient cultures and traditions have spoken about times where dreamers would wake up once again and I and they speak about it not just for our sort of every night regular dreams but also our active dreaming and um, you know in the west we call parts of it lucid dreaming or active dreaming but we're really talking about um spiritual dreaming when where you're awake whilst you're asleep mm-hmm. yeah it seems like there's going to be more of a seamless awareness through those those two states of well through various states of consciousness but i think definitely mm-hmm. the um the, the 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 dream state um shamanically what my training would call wakeful dreaming also using those states right. of consciousness yeah. or awareness yeah so i'm wondering so yeah so it's it's interesting you say that last year so maybe that's a push on the collective or from source that to use this is that what you're saying that as a as a, as a tool Definitely. or that part mm-hmm. of it so to connect in with that part to help guide us is that what I'm hearing definitely uh, it's definitely a call to work with dreams in whatever shape or form is comfortable for whoever's listening so I really feel like it's, um, anyone who's listening to this is curious about how their dreams can help them your dreams can help you in ways that you can't even imagine because you tapped into a collective source when you sleep. And so, yeah, I mean, that's, it's just so powerful. Yes. So one of the things, you know, what do you say to people? And again, I'm sure you heard this question, but I, I hear it all the time. People call in, I don't remember my dream or I can't remember my dream or I don't dream. Is your contention everybody is is dreaming? Is that right? Everyone is dreaming, and and actually it's been. I mean, there's research behind that from a scientific point of view, but I think collectively, especially in modern societies, and I mean that all over the world, because I speak to people from all over the world, there really is something to paying attention to your dreams and making the declaration of that before you fall asleep. So for someone who can't remember their dreams or feels like they can't recall them easily, sometimes just setting the intention that you will be able to do that helps. And then there's something very pragmatic that most people um, don't know about that that you can do is that simply when you wake up in the morning, try not to move your body first thing, like as the instinct to just move your body. If you can sort of fight that instinct, the tend to recall your dreams is much higher and it gets stored into memory much better. Um, and I do think there's also something very much about for people who can't recall their dreams about linking the two worlds together. It does take a bit of effort to link them. And if, if it's separated, if, it's so, if you're so disconnected from your dreaming in that way, 
it might take some effort to reconnect, but once you do it, it becomes very meaningful. Okay. So that would, so it would be just more consistency with that. Yeah. Kind of what I'm hearing not to give up. Now, what about, uh, we've actually a question coming in about night, nightmares, people that have um, nightmares. Are those warnings? Some people have them quite often. I think our dreams, well, I know actually our dreams speak to us on, on multi-levels, much like our intuition does, right? Um, so sometimes your intuition gives you a kick about a, a warning, it's a warning, or it gives you a gut feel about a relationship that you pursue. Nightmares in, their, in themselves, to me, are not negative and not always warnings. Sometimes okay. the imagery that we see in our dreams needs to be really evocative so that we pay attention. And so the mm. dream, uh, right, so you might have a nightmare because it's the only way that that aspect of the dream world can get your attention and then at the same time it can also be something like in your waking life you know you might be struggling or feeling very overwhelmed or distressed and you don't have good practices of mitigating that anxiety and so it follows you into your dreams um, in the form of a nightmare that feels very on the nose right so say you I don't know stressed at work or you know you have anxiety about a particular person and then you sleep and have a nightmare about that work situation and that person. It's, it's really specific then, right? Um, so I always feel like dreams are very, very specific to the dreamer and that's what's so beautiful about them is that you are getting unique messages for you in real time. <laughs> mm. Okay, so that makes sense. So in a way, it could be a nightmare for one person could have a certain meaning, and for another, it could be something else. So it's again, it right. sounds like you have to go back to your um, your intuition on on the messaging, the way that it's coming through through the through the dream. Yeah, right. And it's very much about um, linking, you know, the waking world with the dream world. Dreams require our action on waking. They're not just um, sort of conceptual thoughts that we have that we, we should do nothing with, you know, that you go, oh, okay, that was an amazing dream or that was a bad dream, and then you don't take it further. They've, we very much receive information so that we can do something with it on waking. And I think that it is about learning the language of dreams intuitively, but also it can be very pragmatic in the sense that the more the more you start to work with your dreams through journaling or just speaking about them, you know, around the breakfast table, the the more your dreams adapt to you because you're starting to really connect with that symbolic language. And so the entire experience changes. Um, it's really a journey. Mm, I like that. Make it, bringing it into the quote-unquote waking state by talking about it or journaling and so then I would imagine it reinforces and gets perhaps stronger or more consistent. Exactly. Now, just generally, before we dive into your book, what there are different types of dreams. What, what would you say the main types of dreams are that people experience? 
I think if people are very um, sort of new to working with their dreams, I would say it's mainly quite symbolic um, in the sense that it's a story that you have in a regular dream where you don't have any conscious awareness that you are dreaming whilst you're dreaming. And so that's, you know, the, the sort of normal dreaming that we have nightly. There's so many dreams that you can have. You can have announcing dreams, healing dreams, warning dreams, um, nightmares like we just spoke about, and then just symbolic dreams, the kind of adventures that you go on nightly. But then you can also have lucid dreams or, um, you know, like we were saying earlier, shamanic dreaming, which takes your dreaming into a whole different space because you are aware of the fact that you're dreaming whilst you are asleep. Right. And that's really guidance, um, I, I would from from spirit or the the spirit realm. Um, right. Are there with our let's say with our inner psyche? Is there some kind of interconnection through the dream state, perhaps more lucid dreaming, to spirit or the spirit realm? Um, is there, a, I guess, an interface yeah. or link there? Mm-hmm. There's definitely a link, and it's something that I actually talk about quite a bit, quite in depth in my book. Um, when you dream, you dream with your psyche and you dream with spirit. And when you learn to lucid dream, all that's happened is that you've become more aware and conscious of both realms of reality. And, and, and that becomes a sort of relationship between your own psyche, your own being, and then this greater... Um, you know, whatever word you want to use, source, energy, non-physical consciousness. Um, and and so, yes, there definitely is a link, or at least that's my take on dreaming. You know, that's where I really feel um, a lot of dream books or authors kind of really sort of, um, sort of diverge in that sense is that they don't join the two. You really do dream yeah. with your psyche and with spirit. It's both. Um, you know, so it's not just the psychological perspective, it's not just the spiritual one, it's both together, very much like how we, you know, in your everyday life, you are, you know, a human being having a spiritual experience, you're both, it's not just one or the other, Um, Mm -hmm. and that disconnect, I think, is actually what needs healing in contemporary society, and I think if we can, if more people can sort of come to, um, come if more people can balance that within themselves, I think we'll see a lot more healing collectively. Yeah. You know, as you're explaining this, I'm thinking almost like a, a bridge or a walkway through my inner psyche Then I go through a door into the into spirit realm or spirit communication. And so yeah. maybe if people see that it is this entry point or entree or, or you know, hallway or doorway, Mm-hmm. Um, to this other dimensional aspect of us and of all life. You're yes. right. There isn't a lot of presenting of information. Um, usually it stays very metaphorical and archetypal, but not that, okay, you're going to receive this information or have this, yeah. you know, experience. Um, mm-hmm. That's very, very interesting. Thank you for that. It's a very, very helpful take, I think. Um, so now, which book is out? Okay, the, the, is The Alchemy of Your Dreams out now? Now I see Forthcoming Companion, The Deliberate Dreamer's Journal. That's out November 9th. But The Alchemy of Your right. Dreams, is that out now? 
Yes, it's just been um, released. Probably for it's probably been out for a couple of weeks, and um, so the, in that in the alchemy of your dreams, I really take um, readers on a journey of discovering the full spectrum of their dreams. And it's so funny that you're talking about the image of um, a passageway or a bridge because I actually use that in my uh, in my book. Um, to literally link people, because I think that is the bridge of connecting. So that book is out at the moment, and then the dream journal is coming out in November. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah, well, I'm a big, I'm a big dreamer. Dream therapy, and and I I love dreams. In fact, one of my teachers said, I I used to not want to wake up, and she said, your your dream world is so rich. And it's true. I didn't. I would a lot of times not want to. Um, what do you think of that? By the way, Athena. Like sometimes we have these amazing dreams of other places we are, like full on lives. Is, is I think that, it's parallel lives that we have snippets into. Ah, okay. No wonder. Yeah. Ever since a kid, I mean, I would be like, oh. This is where this is amazing. I don't want to. I don't want to get up. I don't want to. And it was so real. Mm-hmm. So again, so that's interesting. We can talk a little more of that. So that doorway that you're talking to, um, you know, that bridge or that hallway, is is it is it a vibrational shift that gets us, let's say, in the parallel live or world, whatever we're ex- experiencing it? Is there some vibrational shift that happens? Awareness, think what is it? What you think? Happens, I think what mm-hmm. happens is it's a shift in perception that creates, a, mm-hmm. no, the, it's a shift in awareness that allows a shift in perception, which is a vibrational change, which is what I'm not for. But so, in essence, the, I mean, the scientific term for it, they use um, a, a state of consciousness consciousness called the hypnagogic and the hypnopompic states of sleep and dreaming it's the in-between state right and for anyone who's been okay. um you know if you've if anyone's trained shamanically or if you've ever tried to do a vision quest where you go from being awake to falling asleep into dreaming but without losing your awareness you have successfully mm-hmm. walked across the bridge right so you've gone from the Mm. the one side of waking through into sleep without falling asleep your body falls asleep but your consciousness does you remain alert and then you are in dreaming and in that you do change and you feel a change i mean from a sensation point of view from a vibrational point of view um you know because you your your body's there in bed but your consciousness who you are as a greater being the real you your essence your soul your spirit whatever you want to call it your you know your awareness is now free to explore um so I'm not sure if that makes mm. sense. I kind of felt yes, like I rambled oh, there. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. I love it. No, great. No, great <laughs> insight and great information. Yeah, so so it's the awareness, which it kind of reminds me of that uh, principle in physics about the, the cork that, that they say that it moves or is it, are we, do we see where it is because our awareness is there? 
you know, something appears, yeah. but it's really what they've proven. It always was there. Just because we notice it right now doesn't mean that it wasn't there before. It's just our awareness picked up on it. So is that, that exactly. sounds like I'm kind of what I'm hearing you say is like the, these other realms, other lives, other realms are there, but our awareness isn't there so we don't experience it. But through the dream state, we break, go through it with our awareness because now we become aware of it. So then we experience it. Wow. Exactly right. And it's so funny because the first time I had an experience where I managed to um, stay aware and, and walked my consciousness from waking into sleeping into dreaming, I actually was so jarred by the experience that it shattered so many beliefs of identity for me when I woke up because the perception that like, this is my waking world and that's my dream world and they're so separate, you know, it just cease to exist because if it was so easy to walk my consciousness into this different um, state of being, this different realm, then really it is really a matter of perception and being pointed in the right direction, exactly how you explained it so wonderfully. Like It actually exists at all times. It's our perception of it that's limited. So if and how it's helpful is that like if you're feeling stuck, if you feel like you're repeating something, if you need help, if you need guidance, if you need creativity, mm-hmm. the dream world is that space. The spirit world is a space where you can come to to receive that. And it literally t- requires a little bit of effort and learning some techniques and you can enter that state at will um, if if you learn how to, um, which is incredibly wonderful i think it's so incredible that we have access to that and i think in ancient cultures dreams are so revered it was so you know there were people prized dreaming as groups as, as you know as cultures um, and we've kind of lost that along the way and we lost something as uh, you know i think modern people really lost an aspect of that luminous way of living that is very connected um, and i do think that is coming back yeah, I do too. I, I think to deal with everything that we have, intuition and dreaming, I mean, I think is going to be huge. I think people are going to yeah. be getting the messages, the downloads, and be able to use, you know, and start using it more consistently. Now, it sounds like from your book, by like the little bit that I read in the intro um, of it, you go into lucid dreaming, and you're helping people not just decode, but how to get into this this um, state, kind of, you know, rekindle the connection into the subconscious so they can, you know, get in the hallway, go go through the doorway and get in the hallway. Um, now, do you, talk, do you also talk about specific dream symbols or figures in the book? Yes, I do. So how, how I decided to sort of um, outline my book is that I walk um, readers through symbolic dreams, and the, really the nature of how to look at those stories that we experience nightly, how to interpret them on waking. I give guidelines. I don't believe in absolute um, interpretations of symbols because I really just think, you know, there might be a collective interpretation, but we are all so unique and we dream so specifically for ourselves. The stories are so meaningful. So it's really learning to adapt to the language of it, much like intuition. You know, an apple as a symbol for me might be very different for you, right? So the beginning of the book yeah. goes into that 
And then the middle of the book is literally that passageway and metaphor. And I walk, uh, walk readers then into lucid dreaming and all the practices. And we talk about, I talk about dream figures, meeting other dreamers in the lucid dream space, and meeting deceased loved ones or um, coming into contact with guides and what that means and how to navigate that. And, and very, you know, mm. also very pragmatic exercises as to like, okay, you, you know, you're struggling to, uh, you know, fall asleep well or just be, I don't know, more, more mindful in it. I, I outline all of that. So I've really tried to offer contemporary people um, a full outlay of what dreamings can offer. And the lucid dream practices are really good practices to start off with. Um, and they, they're just mm-hmm. really the beginning. I love that. Now, let me ask you, do you feel, you know, your own personal work with you, with, with yourself or people you've worked with over the years, and, you know, from your expertise and experience, is there a restfulness in connecting in through our dreams? Maybe a restfulness, a, a, more, a peace, is it, is it possible to get more inner peace and restfulness by connecting into this part of us? Is that also a byproduct? Yes, I really think it is. Yeah, definitely, Mm -hmm. because this is something, dreaming happens to us every single night, regardless of whether we want to. And so I feel like there is um, a deep peace that comes with integrating aspects of yourself that come up in dreams, and also in knowing that you are tapped into something so profound every night when you sleep. Well, at least for me, that's such a comforting thought. Um, you know, that actually your dreams could offer you exactly the right information that you need right now, you know, the next time you fall asleep, um, I think is quite a, a sort of peaceful, does create peace. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, to know that you can connect to that part of you because it is such a, I mean, large part of us, really. I think in your book you say yeah. it's a third of our time how we're spent sleeping um yeah, exactly third of our, that's a, yeah. that's quite a bit that's a huge amount it, of time it, and actually yeah. oh sorry <laughs> no go ahead go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I, I was just gonna say it's so funny because there are so many um in bond buddhism there are the the dream yoga and the sleep yoga sutras that come up are all concentrated on the work you can do in, well in that one third of your life because it's such a large portion of our lives, you know. And so, you know, for a lot of people in the West, it's kind of this idea, well, that, you know, when you sleep, you dream, and that's it. That it doesn't go further than that. But really, um, lucid dreaming, dream yoga, at, at least in Buddhism, and actually in many, many cultures, it's described as a pathway not only to connection but also to enlightenment, um, spiritual well-being, collective well-being. Um, so, so really, it is such a huge pathway to wholeness, um, and one that happens, you know, like we've, we were saying, every single night. Um, so we should yeah, take advantage exactly. of it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, as you're talking, right? As you're talking, I'm reminded, like. It can be as long or as short as you want. I mean, it could be even programming the dreamer, like you said earlier, asking the question or needing help. Part of what I'm hearing you say on some level 
even it could be just as basic as, as un, you understanding and using that part of ourselves, that state of being, that state of consciousness, that, that state of awareness. Um, that might be yeah. something very beneficial for people to do right now. And I think we need all the support we can. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm a big yeah. tools person support people, but tools. And so I feel that that is a, has been in the past, like you said, kind of an under underutilized and undervalued part. But it is so rich with inside information. Like now you're telling me also peace, reassurance, peace. Yeah. If we can just know that that part of it, we have that part of us um, as well. I think that can be really, really beneficial to people right now. I don't know your, yeah. you know, what's your thought on that? Yeah. I mean, if you think, if you take it from the perspective that, ev- say, every single dream is actually out there to help you, if your mm. entire dreaming life changes, and I really believe that. I think we get caught up in the labeling of um, images and experiences and symbols, and I think that the more mm-hmm. dream work you do, the more you start to see that, like, actually the story the message behind the story or the awareness behind the story is actually what is meaningful and what ends up being very helpful. And that opens up pathways to healing, to peace, to joy. Even if you are having um, intense dreams, um, they, they can offer insight. I just want to preface this by saying, though, for a lot of people, if you are very new to dream work, don't... Um, Take it too seriously if you have frenetic dreams or if you have dreams that feel very scary and you can't decipher the meaning. Um, I think in that case, if, if it feels overwhelming at the beginning, just move on until you feel more clear about what's actually going on for you so that you can um, move forward better with your dream work, right? And I think we, again, dreaming mm-hmm. is layered so you can have, very, you know, much like how meditation is, is a skill level that can be increased. Um, you know, it's not, not a, a baseline experience. You can have very deep states of meditation and lighter states of meditation. It's the same with dreaming. Um, so, you know, you've kind of got to know what the spectrum is that you're working on. Right. And I mean, it's just start. I mean, your book is a great guidebook, definitely, for that. Yeah. Actually, all levels, I think very beneficial um athena thank you so much i welcome you back anytime i love what you're doing and sharing um i think it's so beneficial um especially during these times so uh thank you so much for taking the time to be on the program no thank you so much for having me it was wonderful to connect yeah wonderful to connect with you all right, everyone, um, perfect timing with something like this. That was depth psychologist and author Athena Laz. Uh, we were talking a bit about her book, The Alchemy of Your Dreams, which is out right now on Amazon and coming out in November. I believe the beginning of November, actually, is the Deliberate Dreamer's Journal. So and that was The Alchemy of Your Dreams out now, and then the Deliberate Dreamers Journal. And for more information, you can go to athenalaz.com. Info is in the episode description box. Um, thank you, Healer Medium. Yes, I agree. Great show. Yes, thank you, Sue. Have a great weekend. Um,
you're really liking this. You have to get her book. Yeah, Sue, definitely. Also, Lynn, yep, yep, wanting to work more with Dream. Yeah, it's good to have, you know, got to have the tool. We got to have the input. We can't do it all on our own. Um, everyone, thank you so much for co-creating this with me. Once again, amazing show, amazing guests, amazing callers. Uh, thank you for being a part of Awakenings with Michelle Mache. We're here every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time if you're new to the program. And um, archives on all podcast outlets. Uh, if you want to connect with me more, you can on MentorCam, um, so Playground. Patreon also, you can connect with me on Patreon. And if you do... Um, feel like you want to dive a little deeper, do some clearing work, energy work, some holographic um, work. I am doing holographic clearing and attunement with Crystal Bowl Sound Healing will be October 30th, right before All Hallows Eve. Um, I'll be doing that with Dale Brew. Um, Some of you know of her on Instagram. She is the founder and creator of Goddess of Skin. There's amazing, amazing uh, facials. Looks actually a lot of celebrity clients. Um, but her facials include healing work, Reiki, and uh, sound bowl, bowl healing. And also she is a Kambu uh, facilitator um, and sound healer, certified sound healer. Her bowls are amazing. They talk. I'll be talking more about it in the workshop. Um when we were doing the sound check and working, uh, you know, kind of planning out uh, the October 30th healing workshop and sound bowl uh, healing, her bowls have talked to me. Some, some of you saw I did an Instagram live a few months ago, last year I did with her, and I had a whole, what I was going to say, and her bowls took over and told me what to say in the meditation and journey work. This time when... We're on the Zoom call, so you can be anywhere around the world, anybody, because it's going to be via Zoom. Um, just ask that you have your headset. It's pretty profound, very great sound. All of a sudden, her bowls are talking to my crystals. My crystals are lighting up and vibrating this energy towards me and started giving me these messages. I started crying. I was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I got to get, I know they're alive. I know they're alive, but they really have a lot to say. You know, the crystals have a lot to say right now. Oh, anyway. So anyway, if that's something you want to do, go to soulplayground.life, go to courses and classes, holographic clearing and attunement with crystal bowl, sound healing coming up. Lots of love and light to you. Um, oh, Lynn, you just bought the book. Exciting, exciting. Let me know what you think about it. All right, everyone, big hug. If you're a hug, hang in there, shine bright, keep connected, listen to your soul, trust your intuition, get a lot of rest, extra rest, and I will see you next week. And as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?